This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Thank you for joining me today as we finish out the plagues by looking at the final plague in Exodus chapter 11. And because of the Passover that is instituted following the final plague, uh, next week when we come back, we'll be looking at the Passover as we find it discussed in Exodus chapter 12. But today for our time together, we'll be looking at Exodus chapter 11 verses 1 through 10. Here the Bible says, And the Lord said to Moses, I'll bring one more plague on Pharaoh and on Egypt. Afterward he will let you go from here. When he lets you go, he will surely drive you out of here altogether. Speak now in the hearing of, of the people, and let every man ask for, from his neighbor, and every woman from her neighbor, articles of silver and articles of gold. And the Lord gave the people it favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Moreover, the man Moses was very great in the land of Egypt, in the sight of Pharaoh's servants, and in the sight of the people. Then Moses said, Thus says the Lord, About midnight I will go out into the midst of, the, of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sits on his throne, even to the firstborn of the female servant who is behind the handmill, and all the firstborn of the animals. Then there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as was not like it before, nor shall be like it again. But against none of the children of Israel shall a dog move its tongue, against man or beast, that you may know that the Lord does make a difference between, between the Egyptians and Israel. And all these your servants shall come down to me, and bow down to me, saying, Get out, and all the people who follow you. After that I will go out. Then he went out from, the, from Pharaoh in great anger. But the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh will not heed you, so that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. So Moses and Aaron did all these wonders before Pharaoh, and the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart. And he did not let the children of Israel go out of his hand, out of his land. As we look here in Exodus chapter 11, verses 1 through 10, we have the tenth plague, the death of the firstborn. We find that Pharaoh will drive you from the land after this plague is over, as we find in verse 1. Then the people of Israel are going to ask for items from the Egyptian people. They would be given to them because he had favor in the sight of all of them, as did Moses, verses 2 and 3. All the firstborn are killed, even the firstborn of the servants and animals, verses 4 through 6. No, no one among the people of Israel will be harmed, as we see in verse 7. And in verses 8 through 10, we find that Moses tells Pharaoh what is going to happen, yet Pharaoh does not let the people go. Thus the plague is carried out in chapter 12. As we look at this, this plague that's about to be carried out, we find that God is this time pitted against the Egyptian god's Aker, spelled A-K-E-R, Aten, A-T-E-N, Ra, spelled R-A, and Mayat, spelled M-A apostrophe A-T, and Pharaoh himself. This plague of death was God's final way to show that he was more powerful than any Egyptian god. Aker, the pr protector from evil spirits with his statutes at the door of homes and, and palaces, could not keep God out of the homes. Aten, the creator of man and the nurturing spirit of the world, could not keep the Egyptians safe from the one true God. Ra was seen as having part in the creation of man. The Egyptians called themselves the cattle of Ra. God had shown that Ra could not protect them. And if they wanted to be called cattle, they, sh they could die just like the cattle in the field. On this night, God made no difference between the animals and the people. And this was a great blow to Pharaoh himself. Pharaoh himself. 
the pharaoh was thought to be a a physical or physical representation of the sun god Ra. The firstborn son was, was to take his father's place as Ra's representative to the Egyptians. But Pharaoh's son was not special. He died just like all the cows in the field. Pharaoh was standing in the eyes of the Egyptian people would have been severely shaken. If you remember, Pharaoh's slaves had already begun to believe that Moses represented a more powerful god. And they were questioning and begging Pharaoh to let the Israelites leave. Mayat, spelled M-A-apostrophe-A-T, was the goddess of the physical and moral law of Egypt. She was pictured as sitting or standing with a scepter in one hand and an ostrich feather in her hair. The Egyptians believed that if Pharaoh ever failed to live by and maintain Mayat, or proper balance in judgment according to moral laws, that chaos would return to Egypt and the world would be destroyed. It would, it would seem that the Egyptians did not believe all that was coming to an end. Did not believe that all was coming to an end. In Exodus 12, verse 33, the Egyptians are trying to herd the Israelites out of Egypt because we all be, be dead men. They thought if they could get Israel out of Egypt, that their world might, be tur- might turn back to normal. Egypt was indeed in chaos. The crops were gone. The animals were mostly dead. The firstborn were now dead. And it's very likely the Egyptian people blamed Pharaoh for not listening to Moses and Aaron, the spokesman for the one true God. They probably did not recognize God as God. They may have thought that he was connected to Mayat. This would explain why in Exodus 14.4, God said he would kill Pharaoh and his army to prove to the Egyptians that he was the Lord. So as we close out this final plague, and again next time we'll look at the Passover as we find it discussed in Exodus chapter 12. But as we know, as the plague is carried out indeed in chapter 12, we find that... God again shows his power over these so-called gods. Remember, just because the Egyptians called certain things gods doesn't mean they really were. And we find here that these Egyptian gods, like many others, were pictured as being protectors in various ways. But friends, when you are against God, there is no protection. The only way to be protected is to repent and come to the one true God in obedience. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.